Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to listen to As I Was Saying podcast. So for those of you who don't know, I'm your host of As I Was Saying podcast, Shine Tyler Jacobs. And if you don't know me, well, I guess we're going to become really good friends. So first and foremost, it's time to lay down, I guess you can say the foundation since this is the first episode that kind of came out of nowhere. Um, so what made me make a podcast? Well, most people know me as a poet, as a writer. I currently have two books, um, personal books, publications of poetry, The Charger Type of Beautiful, which I did in 2018, and my first book, which was done in high school, The Teenage, The Mind of the Teenage Drama Queen, which was done in 2013. So on my poetry journey um, throughout the years, I've realized that I have a lot of opinions and I feel things very deeply, which is what led me to start the She Will Speak series, which has a mission to empower women through education, awareness, and the arts to cultivate healing and change. And through that organization, we've actually been able to publish two, yes, two, and working on our third anthology, which is a collection of works that has been an amazing thing to curate and run, and we are international, and I'm proud to say that. So going back to the original question, why a podcast? I decided that poetry was just one aspect of who I was. Writing my thoughts and blogs was just one aspect of who I was. I realized that she will definitely speak, and that's what most people know me as through my social media handle, but she will speak on a lot of different topics. And instead of kind of limiting myself to this realm of Instagram, um, and to quote one of my good friends, Astrid Ferguson, she'll tell you that that's borrowed land, I decided to take it a step further and actually share my thoughts on a podcast. Um, I kind of felt that sometimes when it came to me making posts, it was very limited because you can only type it so much. But the crazy part was when I would talk to people one-on-one or if they would comment or we'd be in the DM or I'd make videos, people would be like, yes, we want to hear about what you have to say. And who am I to deny the people of what they want and what they deserve? So we are here now. Um, so you can consider me your new bestie, um, who's basically not going to let you sit around and be closed-minded. And that really is the purpose of As I Was Saying. And even the title itself, As I Was Saying, is really to kind of pinpoint and really hone in to, I feel like, a lot of folks' experiences of being cut off in the conversation, of being not invited to the table, of having their thoughts and opinions that are valid kind of dust under the rug. So... We're not going to do that here. Here, we're free to get uncomfortable. Here, we are free to get raw. Here, you're going to not only hear my voice, but the voice of folks that I've had the opportunity to meet, hopefully, you know, work with if I don't already have the opportunity to have worked with them. Folks that I've met even years ago that once I decided I wanted to do this podcast, you know, I'm like, hey, you are definitely someone I would like to interview because the work that you're doing is needed. And that is really the goal of this podcast is to really give thoughts and give information that is needed. Too much information is not being made accessible. Um, We have a lot of information out there, a lot of resources that need to be shared. And there's a lot of folks out here who really need to hear people doing good in the community and people who are breaking, breaking boundaries and people who are just living their fullest life. Um, So there is no set topic You know, we could be talking about race one day, gender the next, you know, your inner healing, leadership, business. But really, I guess I can say that the center of all these conversations comes down to making 
not only my listeners, not only y'all, but even helping to make all of us a more open-minded, better, more self-fulfilled person. Because I do feel that life is like, I don't know if anyone has ever did um, the wheel, you know, like your emotional wheel. Um, And it kind of asks questions from every aspect. So you have spiritual questions, questions about your financial life, questions about your emotional life. But what I love about the wheel is you can have half of it be totally full, 100%, right? But anyone who knows anything about simple physics knows that if you have a tire and you pop it on one spot, even if that one spot is flat and everything else is, you know, pretty, pretty plump, the air was able to lay, you're not getting too far. And so I believe that these conversations that we were going to have are the conversations that we sometimes like to hide from. Um, So, yeah. And like I said, I've already have a wonderful lineup for y'all, folks that I actually was able to interview while I was getting this podcast together, folks I still have lined up to interview, and um, I'm really excited. So even today, I did not expect to drop my podcast today. Actually, what happened, and we're going to get into it on our first episode, which is this one, I saw something that really sparked an emotional response from me, and I just, I couldn't let it go, and I was typing, opened up my laptop. Then I realized, you know what? This is not a blog. You know, this, and we're going to get into it, like I said, this article that I saw, this current event that I saw, to me, did not warrant just my words on pen and paper or my words in a Word document. It warranted, in my humble opinion, me being able to really talk and be like, what the hell is happening? So, fun fact for all of y'all, it is my anniversary. Well, it was my anniversary yesterday. And yes, 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 you can send gifts because it was my anniversary of being an LLC. Yes, your girl has an LLC. What? I cannot believe it's been a year. Like, I really want to sit with that for myself. That I never pictured myself, you know, being so young and being able to have a business, an official LLC. Like, you know, I got the mail coming to me. You need to do the annual report. You need to file taxes. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Okay. I'm not good at this part. (laughs) But on a serious note, I do want to give that as inspiration for anyone out there who's thinking of starting your business, who's thinking of starting, you know, the podcast, the project. Sometimes we get too caught up in doing the research. You know, we do all the research We get all the resources, we have the business plan, we have the supplies, and we're almost stuck, scared to take the final step, which is just putting it out there. And I just kind of put it out there, allowed myself to go, you know, to the center. Um, I went to Brookdale College, which is in New Jersey, and they helped me for my LLC. And I can honestly say it has been one of the greatest achievements of my life because being able to look at that piece of paper and being able to know that, hey, Cheyenne Tyler Jacobs has a business. You know, she's wanting to work for something and knowing that the something I want to work for is not to myself, that it's really to leave a legacy and it is really for the betterment of people is really what wakes me up and even on my down days and what convinces me that I got to keep this work going, you know? As I told you before, um, I'm the founder and the director of the She Will Speak series. 
when I was first putting that together, you know, I was an LLC at the time. It was literally started. I still have the Google Doc from October where I'm like, hey, let's take submissions for this anthology. And since that first date, you know, I actually consider October to be my founding month because that was when the idea happened. March, you know, March 4th specifically is more of like, hey, it's my official anniversary for being, a, you know, a corporation. But it's been a journey. And that's going to lead us into our next topic. So um, I've had a lot of people tell me I should talk about it. A lot of people tell me, you know, Cheyenne, this is your topic. I think we need to address the elephant in the room when it comes to talking about black women in business. Um, So for those of you who don't know, I am black woman and I am in business. Yes. Um, And I can honestly say with only being in it a year, Y'all be doing some wild ass stuff that I know you do not pull on people who are not black. And for those of you who do not get what that means, businesses that are white. Um, I can honestly say I have witnessed people, even from myself, who have problems with, you know, big corporations or just even smaller white owned businesses. And they take their approaches very differently. You know, a lot of times their approach is more of a conversation. Sometimes it's even them letting it go. They're willing to pay all these prices. But for whatever reason, we have made a parallel with a Black-owned business, meaning somehow cheap, discounted, and you're able to disrespect or do whatever you want with it. Um, There's actually an exercise class that I take, and their classes are literally $5. And it's wonderful because they run classes like three or four times a day, right? And I saw that somebody was debating them on their $5 prices. And I'm like, who, why, what? You're debating a $5 class? I, I genuinely couldn't believe it. So when I had saw, you know, saw what happened, I was like, hey, what, what's happening here? And the owner is a black woman as well. And she, you know, really sat down with me and was like, Sometimes I really wonder why we get treated this way because you don't argue with Planet Fitness. You don't argue with all these other places. You don't argue about the private, you know, clubs that are, you know, for $456 and $600, $700 that are ran by people who are white. You don't argue with them, but you'll argue with us. And even in my humble experience, it's not only an arguing, sometimes it's just outward drag. Like everything we do as black women is looked under a microscope. It's like, if you're too much supporting this, it's like, oh my God, you're so close-minded. But then if you're too much supporting that, it's like, oh, this, you're too progressive. This is why our country, our country is falling to pieces. And I really do want everyone to take a step back and really evaluate sometimes the way you look at black businesses. Um, and even for myself, being the founder and director of my business, I've had it on both sides where people feel that like they can say whatever they want to me. They can freely try to talk about me in, you know, the world. But yet when I would look at how they felt about other businesses that were owned by people who were white, they didn't have that same energy. They didn't feel that they could do that. Um, And we could debate if it was because of a fear, if it was because of a respect. You know, it's the same way people don't argue with the designer of the $3,000 dresses, but the person who makes handmade a dress themselves and they want $500 for it, you'll debate their prices into the ground. So on social media the other day, I love my friends because they know when to tag me and stuff. And I'm like, huh? So my friend Devin, hey Devin, one of my best friends, he tagged me 
in a post from BuzzFeed. This was the headline. People called a black woman-owned company racist after a Target ad. Its sales have doubled, the owner said. I was like, what? I was like, oh, oh, okay. This is going to be good. Because this article was posted, um, like I said, on BuzzFeed on March 2nd. So the ad, I could already assume, was played either in March or February. Both months, though, I knew it was going to be good. Because February is Black History Month. March is Women's History Month. All these months should be celebrated, though, 365 days of the year. But I really want, I just wanted to read it. Because I'm like, okay, great. We're going to come at this black at this black woman during the cusp of Black History Month and Women's History Month. Let's see what happens. So, for those of you who have not heard, the Honey Pot Company's products are now in Target. So, I try to stay out of Target. Um, not because I don't like Target, it's actually quite the opposite. I spend all my money in Target and, you know, I, I can't be doing that lifestyle anymore. I can't give my money to Target like I used to. So I try not to go in there. Does it work? You know, that's up for debate, but I'm trying. But anyway, Honeycomb's products is currently in Target. And for those of you who don't know, they are the first plant-based feminine care system on the market. Their tagline, their slogan Made by humans with vaginas for humans with vaginas. And I just wanted to point that out because that point is is very important. Very important to our next point, okay? That's the tagline. So the founder, Beatrice Dixon, appeared in the Target ad. And it was really nice, you know, walking down the aisles, looking at her products. I can honestly say I was living vicariously through her. And that moment where it's like you're seeing something that you started and you're like, wow, it is on the shelf of a major company. People from around, you know, the the world potentially are getting these products. And it's like, I, I put that together. Me and my team, I stayed up. I had this idea and look, it's here. So I also thought it was just a beautiful commercial to kind of show like that, bring it all together. So she's walking, walking, we're talking, talking. During the end of the commercial, Beatrice stated this. The reason why it's so important for Honey Pot to do well is so that the next black girl that comes up with a great idea, she can have a better opportunity. That means a lot to me. To me, again, especially because this ad was done during Black History Month. And even if it wasn't, there's nothing wrong with that statement, you know? She's a black woman who's proud of her black owned business that is in Target that now when people look up and say, hey, you created a a hygiene product that's now in Target, you know, I could do that too. You would think we would be happy or, you know, happy or just like, okay about it. (laughs) No. People took to her review page and actually left negative comments. So let's take a a break right there. A stop. Pause. People took time out of their day to comment on her post and talk about how negative and racist she was for once again, for the people in the back who weren't listening, the reason why it's so important for Honeypot to do well is so that the next black girl that comes with a great idea, she can have a better opportunity. That means a lot to me. We attacked her for that. So funny part was, you know, but we're going to get into people's comments after this. Sales skyrocketed, 40 to 50% increase from a typical day. So, ha-ha to all of y'all, because Beatrice was beasting that day. But we're going to read three comments that I actually posted on the She Will Speak series page yesterday. Um, we were having a little talk back about why this happens, you know? But before we get into the why, 
Let's read some of the comments. This comment is from Heidi. And these are comments that people posted once again on the Honeypot Company's review page. I was very disappointed with the extremely racist commercial. Imagine the impact that commercial could have had if only one adjective was deleted and well wishes for all, all is capital, young girls to succeed. I'm shocked Target is supporting this product line. Many of us are not. With two exclamation points. You wasn't even that mad. You're supposed to do three if you really feeling this. So next. This one is from Christy. I received a bottle of one of the honeypot cleansers and my pump box subscription my husband bought for me during my pregnancy. I thought the product was just all right. Then we have a lips. Then I saw the commercial where the founder of the company stated that it's to empower black women. Not all, once again, all is in claps, women, only black women. Pause. Never said that. It made me well, it made me feel that the company is not only racist, but small minded and not worth purchasing. I will tell all of my friends and anyone who asks that products are not worth purchasing. Very disappointed in the company and the fault and the founder. So let's like this one really just hits me in the aspect of small minded. So the aspect that she shouted out young black girls seeing her as an inspiration and wanting to aspire to be these businesswomen because they can see a businesswoman in their grasp at a store where they can pick up a product. That's small minded. Really, Christy? That's how you feel? Hmm. But this one. Yo, I really need you, if you are standing up, please sit down because this one is the real tea right here. This person we got a name. This person is just R, okay? But R, this one made me hack to like sit down for a second. I agree with most people on this post. The thing that stood out in the commercial was the next black girl. I'm getting quite tired of feeling that black people are so lame with burden or want to be. In the most honest statement I can make, the white male is the one that is most discriminated upon. I have many black friends that are financially equal to me or even advanced. I try to remain non-racist, but I am full to the brim of the pro-black movement. We are far from the days of segregation and divisional lines. Just live your life here in America where you have plenty of water and food and the ability to earn an honest living. Remember, your ancestors sold your younger ancestors for profit. But in the end, your profit with the country where you can advance the endless limits if you put in the work black people keep advancing that's fine just quit stomping down the white people during your journey well i um feel like r is making america great again as we speak right now so let's let's i'm gonna give a pause so we can all take this information in you know we're gonna do it like church look to your neighbor and say neighbor what is happening right now so I'm really enjoying, and right now, like I said, I'm on the She Will Speak series page, looking at all of the conversation happening around this post, um, because it really is something I feel that needs to be talked about. So the questions that we posed were, why do we feel black women calling out other black women to support need so much negativity? Why is feminism still in 2020 only really focused on centering on empowering white cis women why was Beatrice met with so much negativity? So folks said everything from because at the end of the day, we do not respect to the black woman. Um, when you don't understand intersectionality, you get this idea that justice and empowerment is a one size fits all. And that's from PLP.Express. And that is so true. Intersectionality is exactly what it sounds. Crossing over into the intersects of someone's identity and the aspect that everybody's 
core problem was a statement that she said black to the point someone even said if she would not have used that one adjective the commercial would have been fine why and i really wanted to give this situation for folks to really think about think about how you feel when you see someone whether they be a black owned business um a latina owned business a you know an asian asian american owned business whatever business it is we really need to think about how we feel when we see this because i am tired of us limiting and this cancel culture because of the fact that we just don't like how someone supports their own community to be completely honest when i saw this commentary it really hurt my heart like i actually got up went to the bathroom and sat down and was just so sad and people were like shyan like you look upset why and i was like because it's sad that no matter how far it seems we make it as black women we are still met with this scrutiny of like oh really huh you want them to sit at the table all because she wanted other young black girls to see her in, as an inspiration and if that's a crime well listen then sign me up too because i'm in the same boat as her but some action items some things to talk about to carry away from like i said the situation number 1 if you want to read more and talk about you know the post and give your feedback on what you think the underlying issue is with you know how we support black women in business why we still feel that black women in business is a problem head over to the she will speak series like i said we're having a really good discussion about it right now two black owned especially black woman owned does not equal discounted or cheap or meant to be disrespected we are business owners owners and if we want to get technical black women are the biggest group of people who start new businesses every year and they're more sustainable than i think the general public wants to give it, give us credit for i know just about every black woman in my life has some form of business on on the side and i think what i appreciate about our businesses and what i really appre- appreciated about you know beatrice even like i said in her tagline for hum for people with vaginas by folks with vaginas you know let me make sure i get that correct correct the way that it was written cuz i was off the dome made by humans with vaginas for humans with vaginas you know this is just a product to help again people feel good and i think also for me personally which i always find again as myself i feel a lot of people also had a lot of negativity and hate because they probably did not know that the founder of the beloved product that they used was black and then when they found out she was black and she supported black people it hurt a lot of feelings so i also think we have to take into consideration how do you feel when you find out maybe the racial background of somebody i can personally tell you that when people find out i am the founder and the director of the she will speak series cuz i have gone to a few meetings and i sat there and i would tell people about the organization and then at the end they would go so how did you get involved and i was like well i'm the founder and the director and they're almost amazed that i could do it um and it's very interesting to me sometimes the wows that i get so that's another action item like i said think about how you feel when you find out that these organizations platforms businesses are owned by people of color and really take home the fact that black owned black woman owned does not equal discounted and one of the last points i want you to take home with you is to honestly just sit down and when i mean sit down so instead of you these people just being mad by them low themselves and just you know being whatever 
they decided to take to her review page and ruin her business because they felt that her supporting black women was racist. Think about that. You had no problems with her products. You just had a problem that she uplifted black women in a commercial. And to me, that says a lot about all those people versus who she is. And what I'm really proud about, and I know these are more action items, but I just want to put it here. I'm really proud that the communities came out and supported her business buying eyebrow products. Like I said, I didn't know about this company until I saw this post. And I was like, listen, you got my, you got me because mm-mm, we cannot let this happen. So really that accountability as far as one, I saw a lot of people even on the reviews checking people. And this can go into our last point. If you want change and it's one of the most cliche, I feel like elementary school sayings I've heard, but you really do have to be the change that you want to see in the world. So to all the people, for example, on the post, whether you're black, whether you know you are Latina, um, you are Asian, you are white, you are whoever you are. I was actually very happy to see a diverse group of folks under the page talking and supporting and showing their support for the fact that what she did was not wrong. And in fact, these people need to get it together and their commentary was disgusting and their actions are unacceptable. Because I think what we try to do is we hide these conversations. You know, we don't want to have them. We're just like, oh my God, that sucks. But there's not going to be any change until people say, hey, this is wrong. And guess what? If you, 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 and you, like I said, I have a whole organization that wants to empower women. How can we empower women? Anybody empower women, empower whoever you're trying to empowering, fix whatever you're trying to fix, have a business within whatever organization you're trying to have it in. And you don't even know who you're serving. You don't sometimes know how maybe your actions or your thought processes could be limiting you or even just plain old problematic. And it does not have to be met with hate or cancel culture. It could simply be met by having a conversation and really just giving that grace to be like, you know what, I'm wrong. And these thoughts I'm having, wow, those are wrong. And I really need to fix that. And for the people out there who don't think that way, you know, because you always get the people who it's like, oh my God, I don't understand how people can think that, but I'm different. That's great. Be different and be an advocate. Um, I don't know if y'all saw the NAACP awards when Rihanna did her speech, but pull up. You know, y'all got black friends out here. Y'all support. Y'all like, oh, I'm from the black. Black lives matter. Then pull up. Pull up when these things happen. You know, even something like this, which to many it's like, okay, well, it was a business post and people got mad. But think about how much energy people put into that. Pull up. Buy the product. Tell, tell them someone they're wrong. When you hear, you know, the racist aunt sitting at the kitchen table, tell her like, nah, auntie, mm, I, I got the product right now. My vagina is smelling right, okay? Smelling right because of the honey pot, and that's it. So, thank you for joining me for my first episode. Like I said, I kind of just jumped into this. I was very nervous, um, which is why the podcast did not come out in February, And then when I saw this, um, I literally don't have any notes on me. I was just like, you know what? I'm about to plug in my microphone and just go for it. Um, But I will be a little bit more organized moving forward. But I hope this episode really kind of gave you what it's like to talk to me. It's a little bit all over the place. You know, I um, interrupt myself a lot. But I promise you, you'll leave feeling like you at least got a good laugh. But on a serious note... I want you to leave this podcast and every episode that's going to come like you learned something or you have a different view 
Or maybe even you just feel understood because sometimes we just need to hear people that make us feel like, hey, I'm being heard in this world. So if you want to make sure you're following me to join into these conversations, because I'm going to definitely try to make sure these conversations are happening when our podcast comes out, um, make sure you follow me at She Will Speak. And if you want to follow the She Will Speak series at the She Will Speak series. So today is a Thursday. Um, I'm not sure if my episodes will be coming out every Thursday. We're probably going to do a Wednesday or Thursday, but I will definitely let you know if you are following, as I was saying, podcasts on Instagram as well. And if you click the link in my bio on my Instagram, she will speak, you're going to get um, directed to my little link tree and my website is there. She will speak.com. You can sign up for my email list where I'm going to tell you about when my episodes publish, how to listen, how to leave comments, how to get reviews. Um, or not get reviews, give reviews. But if you want a review, let me know when I'm reviewing. And, you know, if I like the stuff, I might do that as well. And if you want my books, that's all in there too. Um, so I know I went through a lot of information, but like I said, it's kind of like our first date. So, you know, you kind of overshare. But once we get to know each other, y'all gonna be regulars. You know, y'all gonna be seasoned folks. But enjoy the rest of your day. Remember, racism is bad. Um, so is cancel culture. And living negative comments under someone's black-owned businesses is problematic and we need to support black owned businesses specifically black women in business because there is too much hate going on in this world and yes i'm going to even say it i'm doing all that i'm doing to inspire the next young black girl that's looking at me who says i want to do something like that because guess what she can she just needs to see someone do it so shout out to you beatrice for paving the way and unfortunately you had to take that heat But I'm happy that you're still pushing it and you're sharing your story and being transparent. So thank y'all and enjoy.